welcome to the Acupuncture Outsider podcast. My name is Richard Hazel, and in the time it takes for you to commute to or from work, I hope to have shared something of interest about orthopedic acupuncture using motor points, trigger points, myofascial slings, neurofunctional acupuncture, segmental treatments, anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel and today I wanted to talk a little bit about the superficial peroneal nerve and entrapment of the nerve, of that nerve. Um, it's an interesting thing. I like talking about the stuff that you can't muscle test your way to find. You have to, you have to recognize symptoms and you have to palpate. Now, the first thing most doctors are going to think with that, with an issue, a sensory issue like pain or numbness in the low leg will be that it's radiculopathy, it's going to be related to L5-S1. There's probably um, a sciatica diagnosis. And absolutely, those could be in the patient history. Um, there are cases, though, where surgery for the L5-S1 issue that was seen, that was determined to be a problem, um, did not resolve the low leg pain uh, and even bilateral pain. And there are cases where it was found after surgery that there were entrapments of the superficial peroneal nerve. So let's talk about that. Um, the it's a really it's it's more common than people probably think. There it's most likely going to be a sports related injury but not always. Um, the, let's talk about the deep peroneal and the superficial peroneal and how they're different. The deep peroneal nerve, when, when there's an injury of that nerve or an entrapment, you will have a drop foot. So the deep peroneal nerve is motor, mostly motor. There is a bit of sensory between the big toe and the second toe, but the mostly the motor function of it is going to be the the lifting of the foot dorsiflexion and that's not what we're talking about um and so and i've talked about that before so i'm not going to go into that right now the the superficial peroneal nerve has is motor function and sensory of the low leg and top of the foot so the motor function of the superficial peroneal nerve is to innervate the peroneus longus and brevis, which evert and plantar flex the foot. The and it's I find it interesting because the deep peroneal will um plant will dorsiflex and the superficial peroneal nerve will plantar flex. So it helps the calves. Um, and it everts the foot. So the, the superficial peroneal nerve 
can get entrapped near the head of the fibula. That's where I find it a lot. Um, and it may have no, there may be no motor deficit, really. There may be the typical weakness that you find in a tight peroneal muscle, um, a little weak on eversion. This happens to many, many people. It's not uh, indication of nerve entrapment. But what where the when what you'll see when there's a sensory deficit in the low anterior lateral leg could be like lateral calf area as well. There could be sensory deficit, and most of the top of the foot, the dorsum of the foot, is innervated by the superficial peroneal nerve, the sensory part. So the symptoms that people will have can look like a peroneal strain. It will be, if they have pain, they could have pain uh, below the lateral malleolus into the foot area. Um, And the other pain that they could have would be on plantar flexion, like pressing the gas pedal in the car. They could have pain there. And that is actually a sign that it's more likely a nerve entrapment. When you stretch the nerve by putting the foot into inversion and plantar flexion, and it reproduces their pain, you can suspect an issue with the superficial peroneal nerve, especially the sensory part. So the anterior lateral leg, um, the sural nerve also gives uh, sensory uh, input from the la- anterior lateral low leg, but the and and some of the sensory innervation of the superficial peroneal nerve is apparently some t- on some people shared by the sural nerve. So there is some overlap, but the um, the differentiating factor will be the dorsum of the foot being numb. That's a sensory deficit from the superficial peroneal nerve. So it, there could be pain. Um, my experience with, with cutaneous nerves is that, that they give a different kind of, more like a burning uh, pain than just pain. However, it's apparently not everyone will have a burning sensation. They could just have pain, um, especially on something like plantar flexion. And things that make it worse are tight shoes, tight boots, ballet slippers that are tied too tight. Things like that can uh, provoke that sensory nerve pain from the superficial peroneal nerve. So the pathway of that nerve, it, it goes deep under the peroneus longus and brevis in order to give that motor innervation. And then it's going to branch forward into the anterior lateral leg and into the top of the foot, and it varies on different people. Um, Dr. Trescott's book says anywhere from one to 18 centimeters um, proximal to the lateral malleolus is where the nerve will come out. So Dr. Trescott puts the nerve on a stretch by putting the leg, putting the foot into plantar flexion and inversion, and then starts to palpate all the way from the dorsum of the foot through that anterior um, uh, anterior to the lateral malleolus area, and then up the leg in very likely what's going to be in front of 
the peroneus brevis area. You're going to palpate for any kind of sensation. Now, here's the thing. Um, Dr. Trescott really needs to nail it and get very exact location for that um, entrapment because that's where she's going to inject a numbing agent. Um, as an acupuncturist, we're thinking more about the, the muscles themselves and the fascia in the area. So our tools are going to be different. They're going to be um, acupuncture with electric stimulation in order to reset the tension in the muscle. Um, there is a potential for uh, dry needling of the peroneus longus or brevis because in my experience, that can be part of the problem, especially if it is an entrapment that was originally started by a lumbar issue causing sciatica. So like the sciatica is resolved, you've resolved any compression in the hip, this is the last thing that stands. Um, it in, in that case, sometimes you do need to dry needle the peroneus longus as well. But, but many people, you don't need to dry needle. You just need the electric stimulation acupuncture of the peroneus longus and brevis and the anterior lateral leg muscles like the, the extensor digitorum longus and the tibialis anterior. I find working with those first, resetting them to a better uh, length and flexibility and reducing any hypertonicity, you're taking pressure off of the sensory nerve. Um, now, the fascia can be causing some of that irritation uh, that will lead to the sensory nerve entrapment. So I would recommend doing some soft tissue work as well, like an IASTM, uh, instrument-assisted soft tissue manipulation. So you've get a, you get your emollient and you get your scraper of, of your choice that you like and you go very gently all over the anterior lateral part of the leg and the peroneals. I would go all the way down into that sinus tarsi area for acupuncturists. That gallbladder 40 region um, is an area where the nerve could be entrapped. So you want that's why we're working on those uh, the extensor digitorum longus because that's going to pass through that area. Um, you might even find some sensitivity in the extensor digitorum brevis or uh, extensor hallucis brevis area anterior to the lateral malleolus. So of course, consider treating that if necessary or do your soft tissue work there. The whole goal is to free up the fascia and the muscles to no longer be um, entrapping the superficial peroneal nerve and, and especially the sensory part that causes pain and numbness. Um, I've had very good success in, in one or two treatments on these cases. I find this is the foot neuropathy that is the easiest uh, to treat, that, that dorsal numbness, the numbness on the dorsal part of the foot. Um, these are the things that are going to get missed if you're just doing some sort of lumbar um, uh, perfusion or whatever you want to call it, a treatment that's meant to increase blood circulation by treating the lumbar um, segments. This is what's not going to get better because the entrapment is distal. And it's the stuff you have to find with your, your palpation. Um, and once you know this, 
I think you'll have a lot of good success like I have for these these cases, treating them more as a peripheral nerve entrapment than just a radic radiculopathy where you're just considering the dermatome. Um, so, and this is, once you start treating it successfully, you'll realize how, how much more common it is than you would have expected. Um, now, I did originally learn about the pain below the lateral malleolus as being com as coming from the peroneus longus and brevis from uh, Janet Travell's work because trigger points in the peroneus can cause that same pain under the lateral malleolus. So, of course, it could be just the tendons of the peroneus longus and brevis that are causing that pain in, under the lateral malleolus. And then if it goes more into the dorsum of the foot, then you consider the peroneus tercius. And it's interesting because the three peroneals do not share the same innervation. The longus and brevis have the superficial peroneal nerve, and the tercius is the deep peroneal nerve. Uh, the, the, the longus and brevis, evert, and plantar flex, while the tercius um, uh, dorsiflexes. So I just find it interesting that they, they share a name, but not innervation. Um, so consider the tercius is a different muscle that, that dorsiflexes, and that's a drop foot muscle to consider treating um, for, your, for your drop foot patients. But um, anyway, I was thinking about this um, um, recently, and I thought, you know, I've mentioned it before in other podcasts, but I never really made it the focus of attention. And I think it's worthy of attention because of um, how easy it is to get a misdiagnosis of this case, of this issue, um, due to it seeming more like a sciatica um, complaint. So just consider um, the, I think the differentiating factor mostly will be putting the nerve on a stretch putting the leg, putting the foot into plantar flexion and inversion and see if that reproduces the, the problem. Also, um, just the numbness of the dorsum of the foot, um, in my experience, is more likely going to be peripheral nerve entrapment by the peroneals. And yes, they may be a sciatica patient, but we can't always blame the spinal segments. Um, the the peripheral nerve entrapments are usually a double crush scenario. So that's why there are cases where people had surgery uh, for their L5 issue and then their legs didn't get better um, because it's a double crush. It may have originated at an L5-S1 lesion, but now it's up to us to use our palpation and figure out where else to treat to alleviate the pain. And you see this a lot, um, and this is kind of tangent, but you see this uh, on sciatica patients where they have a lot of pain in the peroneus longus area um, on walking. And if you keep treating it only as sciatica above the knee, you know, you're getting in the hip and the lumbar area, you could be missing important entrapment of the peroneal nerves, the, the superficial peroneal nerves, which are causing this pain down the side of the leg and 
sometimes numbness into the anterior lateral leg and top of the foot. Okay, so that's that for today. Um, have a great day.